Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click on Support Us. We have three levels of membership from 10 to $49 a month, including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit FindingGeniusPodcast.com and click Support Us today. Now back to the show. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. My guest is uh, Hilary DeCesar. She's the author of Relaunch, Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life. She's been a guest on ABC's Secret Millionaire. She's an award-winning entrepreneur, um, and she helps women turn typical life transitions actually into positive transformations. So, Welcome, Hillary. Thank you for coming. Ah, uh, thank you so much, Richard. It's great to be here. Well, good. Tell me a bit about your background and how you got into the line of work you're in, and then I want to ask you about your book. Well, I first started um, my career in the Silicon Valley. I was at a high-tech company, Oracle, for almost 10 years, and I was going through a massive relaunch where I wasn't, I wasn't connecting that current job where I was in sales and I was doing, you know, flying all over the world and doing a ton of different things there. I wasn't connecting it to that feeling of, am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? I was having success on the outside. It looked like things were just going great. But on the inside, it was a very different story. And so I decided the president of Oracle was leaving the company and he was going to a venture capital firm, Kleiner Perkins. And he called me up and said, would you come over and help with a three-day training session for our entrepreneurs that have received funding? Well, it was one of those moments that I was debating saying yes or not because I had just had my third child and I thought I just need a little bit more time off. But something inside of me that, you know, that little voice, that intuition said, you know what, this could be life-changing. And so I did it. I fell in love with the concept at that point. It was called consulting. This was over two decades ago. And coaching is now what it's referred to. And I really, I found I had a passion for it and it gave me a real purpose. And not to mention, I had um, a lot of experience really taking companies and working with all different industries and helping them scale and grow. And so I thought, you know what, this is what I want to do. But yet another relaunch hit me, this transition, and I ended up getting divorced. I ended up um, wanting to kind of take 
my entrepreneurship to the next level and starting my own business. And so now I've done that four more times. And I have to say that I'm finally in a place where the company that I work with that I started is actually a direct reflection of what's going on inside. The company's name is The Relaunch Co. And it's really designed to take all those different, you know, all the different relaunches that I've had in business, that I've had in my personal life, and kind of tie them together with a concept, as you mentioned, my book, a concept that I've been helping people with, but only the select few who were in my inner circle working with me directly would really get a chance to leverage. And so 3HQ was born out of years and years of working with thousands of entrepreneurs to scale, grow their business, but most importantly, to scale and grow themselves. What does that mean? What is the uh, the relaunch concept? So the relaunch concept is really tied to a principle called 3HQ. And 3HQ addresses, like you've heard, the IQ, uh, intelligence, and the EQ, this emotional connection. How emotionally connected are you with people, with yourself? And it takes everything to the next level because it balances your head, which is, you know, very much the IQ with that EQ, that heart that emotional side, and it taps into something that people don't commonly think about. And that is the higher self, that best version of you. When you're operating, we all know about it, at that high level of energy, when you're just, you're in your jam, you're in your, your great zone. And 3HQ really allows for people to live in their 3HQ, even with the trials and tribulations that life throws at you. So it's pretty okay, cool. So what, yeah, what, what an example of uh, how someone would change their business or how they work in order to fit this model? Yeah. So if you think about the head, the head is all around, as I said, this idea around your cognitive abilities, right? It's your thinking patterns, but it really needs to go beyond that. It needs to go into what's really significant in the head area, which is addressing limiting beliefs, what I call your bugs, your beliefs underground that surface your bugs. And in order to really have peak performance, sometimes we have these great quarters and then all of a sudden you're like, what happened? What just happened? I've now hit a wall. Why did I hit that wall? And it really has to do with the fact that for many of us, most of us, 99.9% of us have limiting beliefs. And the limiting beliefs started when we were young. There are stories that we tell ourselves in order to, in order to move through situations. So let's say you have, you know, you, you have a story in your head that, hey, every single third quarter is a disaster for us. Well, the reality is going to be that you are going to keep getting that, keep manifesting that whole idea of this is going to be a bad quarter. Well, as soon as you address why you are putting an identity around your company in that negative perception, and we can remove whatever is that head block, 
that limiting belief block, all of a sudden it opens up to, well, wait a second, where did that start? Wow, we had one bad quarter and it kind of like became our fate. And we've all heard of the law of attraction, but really the universal law is the law of resonance. And that says, however you're resonating, whatever level you're resonating at is what will be attracted. So if your employees, if you believe that this is going to be a bad quarter, or this is going to be our lowest revenue producing quarter, or if you think that this is the time where we lose the most amount of clients and customers, then what you will resonate with is just that. And so that's the head part. But then the hard part, when we start to think about really this concept around emotional quotient, then we have to start looking past the actual like, you know, companies need to be so solid in their why, not just because you want to understand, you know, why did the founders start it? Why did the CEO start it? But it's got to touch into what your values are. What do you believe? Because it's like when you give a quota to somebody and you realize that you've got, you know, what, 2 million quota, 10 million quota, 20 that you've got to distribute. And all of a sudden you give it to somebody and you say, all right, your quota is, you know, it doesn't matter if it's 500,000 or 3 million, doesn't matter because the principle is the same. You give it to them and they're not bought off on it. They're like, oh, it's just a number, it's divided. This is my, it's 20% higher than last year. And they're not connected to the why behind it. They're not connected to the vision of why we're doing this, of what we're trying to get at. You can give someone a quota all day long and give a whole team a quota. And unless they're bought off on it, unless they believe in the why, you're going to have an unsuccessful team. So it becomes even more important to understand the emotional bugs, those beliefs underground that hold back the people in your organization, that hold back the small company from being, you know, a two or three person company to reach a seven figure or an eight figure model. And once you start to understand how closely the the head and the heart are aligned together, then you can start to appreciate the fact that we all, everything around us has an energetic vibration, everything. And when you can start to literally be able to elevate your energy in a really like a, a two minute process, I have a something called tune in and it's a two minute energy process where you can elevate yourself. When you start to do that, it's like um, uh, John Asaraf calls it inner size. You've got exercise of your body, you've got inner size of your mind. When you can start to tune in to your energy level, realizing that you will not attract anything at a lower level or a higher level, then it becomes super critical. Like, how do I change it? How do I modify it? How do I increase my energetic ability? How can I do it on a like within two minutes of going on stage or calling a, a client for negotiations? It becomes that important to understand. It's not about time management anymore. It's about energy efficiency and managing your energy. So what problems do people have that you need to advise them on? How do they make changes in their behavior or their thought process? I think that most people, um, when they come to me and I ask them, funny enough, when you talk about the tune-in process, the first step in four steps is understanding what's your biggest challenge. And when you can really understand, hey, 
this is the challenge that I have, and you call it out and you're super clear about it, then you can go to step two in the tune-in process, and that's literally changing your channel. And when people come to me, a lot of times they feel stuck, they feel overwhelmed, underwhelmed, that their business, that the people aren't doing what their expectations have been of that, of that either revenue source or the people. And so what we do in step two is we literally get people to change the channel. And how we do that, how I do that specifically, is I get you to think of a song, a song that actually elevates you, that can change your state. And why do I do that? Einstein said that the only way to really solve a problem is to elevate yourself above the problem. So the only way to really get an answer that's going to be meaningful for you in your business is to think of it in a different level of consciousness, a higher level of energy. Again, because low energy attracts low energy, we want to be higher level energy because you're trying to do something differently. If you want to stay exactly where you are, people don't usually want to stay where they are when they come to see me, when they when they need assistance. They want growth. They want success. They want um, the ability to be where they thought they'd be at this point in their business and their life. And so once you get step one and step two, where you're changing the channel, you're elevating yourself with this song, with the song that truly, when you listen to it and you take it from your head to your toes and you start to move your body with the song, and it could be, um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite song that really lights you up, Richard? Oh, I don't know. You like the rock yeah, theme? You like the Rocky theme? Sure, that's a good example. Okay. Sure. okay. Eye of the Tiger. You know, yeah. Okay. Eye of the Tiger. So when you think of Eye of the Tiger and you bring it from your head to your toes and you literally elevate yourself with that song, that's step two. It's changing the channels, changing from where you are, low energy, to a higher level of energy. Then you can go into step three, which is really clarity on what you ultimately do want. Too many of us say, well, I want this, but you don't really know what that even means to yourself and the company. A great example is I had a gentleman come to me and he wanted to expand his business internationally. And so he said, as we were doing the tune-in process, I want to expand. I want to you know, move into the international markets. Well, as I got more clarity into this question in a form of questions to him, um, it soon became very prevalent that if he were to expand and he had to get out of the house and he had to travel more, he was on a really rocky road with his wife. And so any type of additional travel would most likely end by her asking for a divorce. So he was struggling and trying to like figure out how to expand, how to expand, but he was looking at it from the perspective at the level he was currently at, which he's like, I just, I need to do that. I have to do it. I have to expand internationally. Well, after going through the tune-in process and really gaining clarity, he realized that international expansion was not what he wanted. He went back and instead of looking at international expansion as, you know, oh, I got to get out there, I got to increase my revenue, he decided to launch a different product in the U.S., which would allow him to travel in the U.S. locally for him. And so then once he did that in step three, which is, again, getting really clear, being able to visualize exactly what you're going for, being able to really tune into that song, elevating the visual aspect, because 
step one is really in your head, right? It's that challenge. It's like, what are you trying to do? What's the intention? Step two is really all about leveling up your energy, which is your higher self, that that higher energy. Step three is really that emotional connection, that heart. Like, why do I really want this? Why am I really going for this? Why is it so important to me? And then step four is, all right, now that you're tuned in, now that you're like, I of the tiger, you're going after it. You're like, okay, I've got that image. Then and only then can you ask yourself the critical question of what can you do to create momentum right now towards that vision. And that's the four-step process. So again, step one is what's your challenge, your intention. Step two is change the channel and really, you know, identify with a song. Step three is all about that visualization, your why, why are you doing this? What do you really want? Visualizing it, seeing the intensity, even putting a color to it. And then step four is really about creating momentum towards that first step in keeping your energy at that level. And then you constantly go back to tune in as you're about to do something for that specific tune in that you're going for. And it just, I got to tell you, I, I have more people that share their successes using this. And it's about leveraging this, not just once a week, but multiple times during the day. It literally is like, you know, you're, you're creating your own gym in your mind and being able to elevate your energy is, is truly one of the most important things that you have control over. But you're saying uh, people can elevate it by what listening to a song and kind of uh, doing a short meditation, or you know, no, it's how, a- how often are people able to do this? Yeah, well, okay. If I look at what I uh, coach people in, it's every time you're about to do another meeting, do another activity, whether it's create a social media post, whether it's going on stage, whether it's coming on this podcast, you can tune in right before. Again, as you get really comfortable with it, it takes less than two minutes, but it's that energetic, you're putting it out there of what you're really trying to do. What is your intention? And then as you're doing it, you're tuning in. Even as I'm sitting here right now talking to you, I still have the song that I tuned into before we started that you know, sometimes when you're on with somebody and it's a 30 minute or a 45 or an hour long podcast or something, your energy can can wane. It can, you know, up and down like the flow of the waves. And this allows you to literally within you, you don't have to go anywhere past yourself, which again, brings that control, that personal power back to you. You can tune in throughout the entire time that you are creating whatever you're trying to do from an outcome perspective. So I suggest as you look at your calendar for the rest of the day or tomorrow is put two minutes before you're about to, you know, hit the zoom button or you're about to do something and tune in, tune in and go through this four step process for success. Okay. I don't know. What are some of the, uh, the difficulties people have in, in doing this? Um, I would say, you know, like you were, you know, hey, a song, ooh, I haven't thought about that. A lot of times I ask people to get out their um, workout 
playlist. A lot of times I'll say, you know, hey, let's just go to the eras. You know, what what era did you grow up in? What was you? When were you in high school? When were you in college? And look at the you know top songs of that, and you can kind of say, oh my god, I love that song. Have your list. And when you have your list of your top five to 10 songs, that it becomes super easy to tune in really quickly. And I get asked a lot, you know, can this really be used for all areas of business? And the answer is yes. Whether it's sales, marketing, HR, uh, whether it's finance, a lot of times people will have a belief system about money that we need to make sure that during the time where if they're putting budget together, they're putting their P&L, they're, you know, running through what their uh, numbers will look like for the month, the quarter, you can tune in to, again, elevate yourself. And when you elevate yourself and you can you can be at that higher level. Initially, people are like, it's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting to constantly tune in. But that's why you have to start with, you know, you don't go out there and run a half a marathon. You you start with, you know, maybe putting the shoes on, going out and, you know, walking around the neighborhood for a mile, and then you build up. So my suggestion is look at your calendar and start with maybe two impactful meetings that you're going to have tomorrow. Two things that you're like, I want to show up as my best. So I want to connect with whoever is listening because again, you're trying to bring in the right people into your orbit. You're trying to bring in the people that are going to really resonate um, and you want to be relevant for them. And when you're operating at a high level, what actually happens is your high level can impact others as they hear you. And you might say, well, how is this possible? Well, when you think about our brain, and I, um, I have been studying uh, neuroscience for now over 12 years, and I have a psychology degree as well, I, I really, uh, there's something that I found incredibly useful in any of the activities when I started to try to share with people about neuroscience. And there are mirroring neurons in your in your head. And imagine you are sitting across from someone, you see them yawn. And then all of a sudden you're kind of like, you yawn, right? Well, it's the same principle as if you are starting to elevate yourself, others will start to kind of ride your wave as well. It's just like when you go into a room and, or you get on a Zoom and the person's like, like really low energy, you're like, oh my God. What happens is a lot of times that negative energy, that lower energy will pull you down. But if you're aware of what I'm talking about, this idea of 3HQ, you're aware of the tune-in process, you can leverage your mirror neurons and actually elevate the other person out of whatever like their like whatever their energy level is. I'll give you a great example. There was a um, scientific uh, experiment done with monkeys. And monkeys were, uh, one monkey was uh, cracking open peanuts. And another monkey was watching this monkey um, open up these peanuts. And they had these probes on both of their brains that was scanning. And the monkey that was watching had the same effect in his brain as the monkey that was actually cracking open the nut. 
So as you're looking for bringing in your right clients, your ideal avatars, your, you know, elevating up your unique selling proposition, your USP, and you're trying to really make sure that your message is resonating, you have to make sure that you are first and foremost resonating with your message. And a lot of times we, in things that we don't like to do, we power through it, right? I just got to get through this. I just got to write this email. I just got to write this, you know, marketing message. I just got to write this social. I just got to get this TikTok done, whatever it is. And when you go at it from that approach of, I just got to get something done and you don't put 3HQ into it, then it falls flat. Then all of a sudden you wonder like, why didn't this hit? Why didn't this launch work? Why didn't this, you know, group of people that I spoke to, why did, you know, nobody want to take me up on my offer? And that's where once you start, it's like when you start to notice your intuition is peaking and you're starting to say, God, you know, I, I'm throwing this out. I'm building up my intuition. It's the same thing. When you're building up your energy, when you realize that everything, everything has an energy to it, everything has a vibration to it, you stop looking at things like this. I'm, I'm really not that excited about doing this activity. Instead, you're like, okay, how do I tune in right now? I know I have to do it. Or if it's not, if it's a low value, then we shouldn't be doing it anyway. We should be, you know, having somebody else do it that maybe really enjoys doing that. But you really have to be, there's an awareness of self that has become so important, especially after COVID and this, you know, the workplace and having more Zooms and not, you know, having as many in person and getting very comfortable with just like flipping on the next Zoom meeting and I think it's now time to realize that with the changes, it's not the new normal, it's a new different. And new different truly means that it integrates and balances all three aspects of self. And when you when you do that with, you know, you got the, the three HQ, you got the head, the heart, the higher self, that's when more profound, transformative, um, you know, things will happen in not just your business, but what our clients are seeing is that not only their professional uh, business starts to take off, peak performance starts to happen, but also their personal life. And that's what real success is. It's when all three, head, heart, higher self, are working in alignment. Okay. Well, well very good. So if people want to engage with you, what is the best way is to get the book first and then to contact you? Or you know, what would you recommend? Yeah, Richard, I think that the best way is to head on over to either the website, therelaunchco.com, therelaunchco.com or Instagram, where we share a lot, you know, of just short, you know, bits of information, key takeaways, lots of items around 3HQ. The book is always awesome. I mean, we're going to be putting out the Audible this summer, which I'm super excited about because I've been asked since I launched the book, you know, when's the Audible going to be out? And so that's coming as well. And and at that point, that's even a higher level because I'm, um, I'm speaking it. I, I talk through it and I talk through the stories and you can get a really good sense of how 3HQ is applied. Okay. Well, very good. And, you know, if you would just restate the name of the book and where is it available? Is it better to get it from your site? Is it better to get it from Amazon? Uh, is there any difference? 
you can actually start by just going to our website and it's therelaunch.com or therelaunchco.com, either way. And there's a quiz. And if you scroll down on that page, you're going to get a quiz on which one do you operate the most in, head, heart, higher self. And it's a good first step to kind of understanding because we send you a video on what what your type came back with and then grabbing the book at Amazon, Relaunch, Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life is a great place to always begin. Excellent. Well, Hillary, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, Richard, thank you for having me. You have an absolute great day. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.